You're listening to the Body Literacy Podcast, your connection to the art and science of feeling really good body, mind, and spirit. I'm your host and holistic health coach, Jen Mayo. If you've never experienced truth and freedom inside your body, an amazing adventure is about to begin. Healing happens in community. Body literacy is your tribe. Join me in discovering the keys to fearlessly unlocking your body's innate intelligence and resilience. Turn on to the wisdom of your body as we connect your wellness dots by exploring whole person healing from neuroscience and nutrition to sexual health and sleep. Join the wellness revolution and start speaking your body's language. Before we get started, I wanted to introduce you to the most profound and impactful piece of health technology I've encountered in three decades of navigating my own health challenges. LifeWave is a wearable health technology that uses your own light energy to optimize your health. If you've followed the Body Literacy Podcast for any period of time, you likely already know that I'm a bit of a walking science experiment. I have a passion for exploring how time-honored ancient healing arts can be coupled with modern science and technology to optimize our health, wellness, and vitality, and how we can empower ourselves with the knowledge and optimization of our own onboard wisdom and healing potential rather than viewing the human body as a problem to be solved. LifeWave's phototherapy patches use light to stimulate the body's natural healing systems. By applying LifeWave's non-transdermal patches to specific points on the body similar to acupressure, where the patch covers the skin, infrared light emitted from the body is reflected back into the tissue, stimulating specific regions of the brain and tapping into the body's own flow of energy and the ability to heal itself. LifeWave patches are not intended to treat any specific condition or disease, but rather support the body's own innate healing mechanisms. When we take a holistic approach to health and consider there is really only one state of dis-ease in the body imbalance, rather than the 32,000 diseases defined by conventional medicine, rebalancing the body and supporting our own built-in capacity to heal becomes a journey of ease rather than a frustrating and disempowering struggle to control dis-ease. Energy medicine operates by a different set of rules than material medicine. I talk about experience-based medicine a lot, and LifeWave is simply a therapy you have to take for a test drive to feel the benefits for yourself. To learn more or try them out, just visit genmayo.com slash LifeWave. Greg the Hydrogen Man joins me on this episode to discuss the endless health benefits of molecular hydrogen. Hydrogen is the most abundant atom that makes up the human body. Many states of dis-ease are created or aggravated by an inadequate supply of hydrogen. Greg is a molecular hydrogen therapy evangelist and host of the popular YouTube channel Uprising 144K Hydrogen Man. Struggling to find answers for tumors, autoimmune issues, and a heart condition, he began his own journey to heal himself and discovered hydrogen along the way. Studying the complex compound for four years, he implemented it into his health regimen and reversed his health challenges. Greg discusses the endless health benefits of hydrogen, how it helps protect against EMF radiation, topical application for skin problems, and how to shop for a medical-grade hydrogen generator that does not pose potential health risks through cheap manufacturing. As I always say, there's only one state of dis-ease in the human body, and that is imbalance. Greg shares his experience on how to use molecular hydrogen as a tool for rebuilding the body's molecular composition. Welcome to the show, Greg. Thank you. Yeah, nice so you. good to have you. 
Um, I want to start out uh, just by kind of mentioning how I've gotten really interested in the science of water uh, recently. I think so many of us go on these very elaborate health journeys. Um, you know, diet and exercise tend to be the beginning points um, of those journeys. Um, but as we start to peel back the layers and understand that our health goes offline um, for a variety of different reasons that really um, encompass those things, but transcend them as well, we start to go through these deeper layers of things. And I recently spent uh, a couple of weeks down in the Caribbean um, on this little island called Nevis. Um, and they had a volcanic hot springs there. Uh, and I spent quite oh. a bit of time there. Uh, even the morning before I left to go get on my flight, I called a cab and I said, take me to the hot springs. I got to go one more time. Uh, there's definitely something both, uh, you know, in the chemical physical realm, as well as the energetic realm about water um, that is so nourishing and I think when we think of of health, we you know we in terms of nutrition, we think of supplements and minerals and vitamins and so forth, and completely skip over water. And sixty percent of our bodies are made up of water. Um, you know, our brain and our heart even more so. Uh, and I don't think that most of us really put a lot of thought into the importance of not just the cleanliness of our water, but the composition and, um, it, you know, the energetic nature even of how that water comes to be and how it's processed and so forth. Um, so I'm really excited to have you on the show because you are like the top expert on hydrogen and um, hydrogen and water. And we're going to really dive into the science of this. I know you've got a lot of great information for us. Um, I wanted to start, though, by reading a quote um, by Bruce Lee. Uh, it goes like this. Uh, Empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. If you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Um and I've heard that I've heard that quote a few times, and it really resonated with me. Um, I think there's so much that we can draw from um, really having a reverence for water and um, wanting to having a thirst, if you will, to learn more about it. So thank you for joining us. I'm so excited um, to learn more about hydrogen. I'm kind of new to it. Uh, we're going to be talking about um a specific water machine to later on, uh, which I've only been using for a few weeks, but uh, I'm already very intrigued. Um, so with that, uh, if you could maybe just give us kind of a brief introduction into how you started learning about um, hydrogen specifically, and maybe what your health journey that took you there was. Yeah, it's actually kind of hilarious because I was never into health. Mm -hmm. uh, doesn't Wasn't my interest, though my life continued to be guided that way because I even worked in the medical field a lot of people don't know that I was there for about two decades or more yeah. and so I, I really saw the way that the system worked and I wasn't that impressed to be honest um, yeah. the more time I spent within the system I was like this is ridiculous we can't do almost anything um, and you know working with numerous specialists numerous doctors numerous doctor friends uh, scientists like I, I, I actually ended up developing a lot of connections in that realm and, and seeing what really is going on 
what I did not expect, as most of us don't, you know, when, especially when we're really young, is that to start having medical issues, we always think we're invincible and whatever. Right. And uh, I started having my issues, you know, pretty young. And of course, I just tried to ignore them thinking, you know, I'm just going to push on through, I'm going to push on through. And then, uh, and I didn't even care about water, by the way, I had zero interest in researching waters, zero interest in researching food and diet, like I just, this was not what I was interested in. Mm -hmm. And then when I got extremely sick to the point where not only I could not walk, uh, things got to the point where I couldn't even lift. I remember one day, here I'll show you as an example, I was uh, laying on a couch because I couldn't walk and I was pretty frustrated. I went to go grab a remote control to try to turn on the TV. I couldn't even do that. My my wrists hurt so bad. I couldn't even turn on, I couldn't use a remote control. And I just had a breaking moment where, you know, I, I just started crying and, and cause I used to be quite athletic and it was just such a heartbreak for me. And knowing what the medical establishment had to offer, even though, of course, I went down that route, um, they had nothing for me. All they ever wanted to do was push either anti-inflammatories or pain pills. I mean, that was pretty much the gist of it. Um, I knew a lot of what those medications would do to you. And I, and it's not the answer I wanted. I know that road. I've seen that road. I've seen numerous people walk down that road, and I didn't want to be one of those people. Right. And I wanted my life back. And one thing that a lot of people don't know about me is that when I really, really, really want something, which it has to be in my heart, I cannot do something just because it's in my head. Right. And it was very hard for me to gain interest in health. It was very hard. I just couldn't do it in my head. And then in my heart, once it got activated, nothing could stop me. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a huge learner. I came from a you know background of, you know, people in, involved in education. My own mother was a professor at a university and, and it goes in our, in our family, um, educating. And for me, I actually made a prayer. Um, when I was crying on that couch, I was like, you know, God, if you could just, if you can just lead me to figure out not so much what's wrong with me, but how to repair myself, right. I prom And I just figured that whatever that would be, it'd probably help others. Yeah. And I, I made a promise at that point, which is why I'm fulfilling it by the YouTube channel that I opened. Everything I do is free. Um, doing shows like this. It was all a commitment for that. And I said, if you guide me, I promise I will share with people what it was. And I don't, I can't tell you what began to happen, but it, it, it did become very spiritual in nature in the sense that it was almost like something was with me, like a spirit was with me, guiding me. All of a sudden I had aptitude for things that I didn't have aptitude before. I could read scientific papers. I could begin to understand so clearly what the body really needed. And it was very different than like, I don't know. I don't think there's anybody out there, whether they're naturopaths, MDs, whatever. Nobody tends to agree with all my methods and Mm -hmm. that's okay. It doesn't bother me, but I know why I do what I do. And the majority of it is backed by science. And of course, that's when I stumbled upon hydrogen, which was at the core of it all. I mean, hydrogen is so magical um, that in clean water. So just mm-hmm. clean water and hydrogen. If you if you literally just implemented those things in your life, and I've done it with people, including my own father, who maybe don't want to eat healthy. And I and I don't like to use this example because people will assume, oh, I don't have to eat healthy then. You're right. Um, but I have seen things like, and by the way, I don't make any medical claims and and give any medical advice. So please consult your physicians for any of that. Right. Um, but if but I can give you one example. You know, my dad with blood pressure issues, diabetes, cholesterol issues, glaucoma of over 30 years. Mm-hmm. And he had really bad arthritis yeah. and all these things, but he didn't want to change his diet. He's like, I'm not going to change the way I live. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm an old man. And, uh, and, but we did get him on clean water and the best hydrogen there is. And I invented actually the protocol 
And all those issues he has, gone. And he never yeah. changed his diet. But I don't like to tell that to people because I think he would have got faster results right. had he made other changes. So Right. <laughs> but I think that definitely does speak to the power of uh, hydrogen as a healing modality when you can take somebody who's not doing the other things that they should be doing and they're still getting better. That was absolutely right. I, I actually, with all honesty, I thought that it wasn't going to work. I thought, you know what, Dad, with the way you're living clean water and hydrogen is just not going to do it. And when it did, mm-hmm. including his uh, his eye doctor were the ones that were blown away because having glaucoma for so long, and as you get older, it actually gets worse. It doesn't get better. Yeah. And I remember when they tested him, they were like, wait a second, it's showing up you're negative. But we know you have glaucoma. You've been coming here forever. You're well-documented. They didn't even believe their own results. They had to yeah. test them. They ended up having them come back over and over and over. And I think after three or four times, um, they finally just gave up and said, you know what, we need to send you to one of the number one specialists in the U.S. because then we need to do the tests differently because there's no way you don't have glaucoma. This is impossible. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it, the, the whole journey has been unbelievable. And I only wish that uh, I want more people to really learn about it because I think this is not just a healing journey physically, um, even emotionally, but I think this is a huge wave of what's coming and has everything to do with even the age of Aquarius, you mm-hmm. know, the knowledge of water, the knowledge of hydrogen and how hydrogen can transform your health physically, I think even spiritually, even for energy, like clean energy, I think even for agriculture, transform our food, it's going to do so much for the world, it's going to be unbelievable. And, um, and I really have been at the forefront, because I've been doing this for, I think, just shy of a decade or something. Yeah, and uh, really fine tuning this whole hydrogen thing. Yeah, and I think I think we're in a very, uh, we're in a very interesting time right now. And I think we're in a major transition. We're almost uh, kind of experiencing uh, the labor pains of a rebirth. And um, we've been so culturally conditioned um, into pharmaceutical and surgery-based solutions uh, that most people don't even know the possibilities of just... um, drawing from the healing resources we have the the sun water and earth in particular um and tell me about that because the sun is mostly made of hydrogen isn't it yeah that's right some people might argue and say well it's also made partially of helium but helium is just another form of hydrogen so it really is it's pretty much almost all hydrogen and actually what people i i think this is where it gets a little more on the spiritual side of things Uh is I don't think that we really know how to read the stars, but if you can begin to understand it, and I think that we'll begin to understand more as time goes by again. And I think ancient cultures understood it. That's why, for example, the pyramids were lined up with certain stars. I think it helped with understanding time. I think it's a huge calendar. It's so many things. Right. But what we're reading or observing is hydrogen. Hydrogen is time. Hydrogen is the light. Hydrogen is the stars. Hydrogen is the purest substance. I mean, it, it is so amazing. I actually found some interesting um, uh, verses in ancient scriptures, mm-hmm. and they're definitely talking about hydrogen, but they never used the word hydrogen. The word, but I yeah. began to I, I began to break it down, and uh, and it's just absolutely um, amazing. And what it does for our bodies is amazing. Our bodies love hydrogen. It's it's just unbelievable. Yeah, uh, and it's the first it's the first element on the periodic table, correct? Yeah. Which means it's the the smallest building block. Does that have something to do with why it's able to do what it does? 
I think actually, personally, yeah, I think absolutely, because it's so tiny. Like, for example, a lot of people don't know. Now, we know that hydrogen appears to function as an antioxidant. Mm. And there's a lot of different antioxidants. You know, you have, you know, vitamin C, glutathione, CoQ10. And I wish I had a chart for you, and maybe you can put one up later. Um, they actually are different sizes, those molecules. Okay. Yeah. And so CoQ10 would be, you know, really, really big, vitamin C, smaller, vitamin E, you know, all these different ones. And if you could see them all, which I have a chart on them, yeah. and you look at hydrogen, hydrogen is so tiny. I mean, it, it's so tiny. It almost reminds me of a verse in scripture when Jesus was talking about the size of a mustard seed. Like he was talking about something that was so tiny. Mm-hmm. And this tiny little thing, because it's so small, it can penetrate. And because of its purity, it can penetrate any part of the body down to the tiniest of cells, right past the blood brain barrier, right to the pineal gland. Like it can just go anywhere and everywhere. And as long as you, in my personal opinion, make hydrogen properly, because there's a lot of ways that I don't personally use to make hydrogen. Like I don't do, there's some devices that use chemicals like lye or sodium hydroxide. I don't use any of those. Um, you know, there people do like hydrogen pills. I'm not really into those personally. I want it about as clean as can possibly be because I personally have attributed a lot of my health to the purity of things. I don't want stuff in my water. You know, I don't want pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, chemicals, PFAS is in like almost everybody's water right now. Right. And that's highly, highly toxic. And on and on it goes. You know, I, 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 everything was about purity. And that's why even my nutrients and trying to get everything as organic as possible. And I clean my water to the maximum. And it's no different with hydrogen just like medical grade oxygen, you know, you want super, super clean stuff. And that purity ended up bringing even more spiritual experiences, which again, I wasn't expecting. Uh, For people who don't know me, I'm actually kind of ridiculously a little bit, I'm a skeptic, I'm a huge skeptic. Mm -hmm. But I'm always willing to look at data, I'm always willing to be open minded. But there's so much garbage out there, in my opinion, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to name companies or products. But there's so much stuff out there that I'm certainly not fond of. And when I researched my health journey, I just found so much. I just found how even I think even the health industry has become infiltrated, not just the medical establishment, you know. Right. So we're getting it from both sides and it's so hard to figure out, you know, how to quote unquote navigate it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Capitalism plays into that. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So there's a big difference in, you know, hydrogen. I think is just now starting to come to the forefront and certainly your work has, has contributed greatly to just helping educate normal people about what it is and why it's important. Um, But like with anything, there's uh, there's medical grade hydrogen and then there's, you know, blow your money on something that doesn't work hydrogen. What's the difference between um, these units that are producing medical grade hydrogen and something that you're probably just wasting money on? Well, it's all about purity. Mm-hmm. And there are different methods of making hydrogen. You can do chemical reactions. You can directly electrolyze water. You can do true dual chamber systems. There, there's different There's different types of equipment. And it's all really about purity. And upon, you know, tons of research, tons of different machines that I had tried and no learning about hydrogen is one thing. And a lot of people will talk about how amazing it is, but almost nobody talks about the engineering and what it takes to make really high grade hydrogen. And that both goes for hydrogen water and then the hydrogen gas inhalation, because they're both kind of different. 
And they have some similarities, but they also have their differences. My protocol I created using both, which is why the device I use, I was actually extremely thankful that the Japanese had developed a device that does both at a very high level. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas if you look at most devices, they're pretty much almost all made in China. And I don't know, you know, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus either. I'll just say that if you really think that China is trying to build equipment for your health, and that they really care about you. I'm just not sure about all that. But, <laughs> right. You know, that's a whole other conversation. Right, right, right. Too many, too many lab reports of weird stuff, ingredients coming from there. I'm, I'm just, like I said, I, I was very grateful for the Japanese that they built this. And the story behind the man who did it, because it became so intriguing to me. I'm like, who made this device? Mm-hmm. Like, there's actually rumors online that I created. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And if I had, I don't know why people think I wouldn't do this. If I had, I'd gladly come out and be like, guys, I created the best hydrogen machine <laughs> in the world. Um, I don't know. It's People are funny like that. Um, but whatever it is, no, it definitely wasn't me. There's a, there's a Japanese gentleman who has a sick daughter. And they told him that she'd be lucky to make it to the age of five. She was born with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. And it's such a sad story. But he knew about hydrogen. And he knew that it would help her. At least he had a hunch that it would. I felt very confident. And in Japan, they were really into working together. So he was able to get help from multiple big time industries, um, big engineers in very big companies like Yamaha, like G-Shock. Um, there's a specific metal company in Japan that can do things that nobody in the world can do. And um, they, they knew that metal, if you were going to make the best hydrogen machine, meaning that there's different methods of doing it, they chose mm-hmm. the most difficult one because it was the best. But uh, the metal companies straight up told them, they said, what you're asking for is impossible. It just can't be done. And then about, I think it was two or three years later from my, um, from what I could recall, um, they came back and said, we made a breakthrough. We can make this metal. And that's the, that was the missing link to make this just amazing machine that looks really simple. I mean, it's small. It looks simple. Um, but it's an, it's, it's been nothing but a lifesaver for me, people I know. And I'm just so grateful that he did this. And he didn't want to outsource anything to China. That was the other thing I really loved about it. Could he have made more money? Absolutely. Could he have sold it for less? Absolutely. Probably would have been good for business. But he didn't want to outsource anything uh, to China because he was worried about the reliability, the, the quality, you know, making it super, super pure. And more information is going to be coming out that in the near future about this device that is just, it's for me, it's going to settle a lot of arguments. People tend to be like, you know, people either question the validity of that this machine is the best mm-hmm. or sometimes. And, and I find that it's actually always so far companies, companies who sell these Chinese products. They're very much against this machine. And I think it's just because it's so good yeah. that they're threatened by it. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. All I can tell you is that I'm grateful that this guy did what he did. And that machine has been nothing but a lifesaver for me. I even try after trying a lot of hydrogen equipment. I actually had a heart condition. Mm-hmm. that I uh, I believe was unfortunately self-induced. Um, I did some pretty terrible things to myself when I was young. And I was told that I needed open heart surgery and that it was going to end my life. And it was pretty scary. And this, this Hydrofix, the name of the machine, is when I started using that one with some protocols I was messing around with, it literally made my heart condition go away. And my wow. cardiologist was like blown away because I had had that condition for decades too. I'd, be, I'd just been living like that. Yeah. And um, not knowing that it was an end of my life, actually. And so it's been such a wild, wild ride. And I just hope that all my pain and suffering will hopefully come to good things that can help others is really the the main gist of it, all of it. Yeah. How long have you personally been using hydrogen? 
Oof, years, but I didn't really get on the best hydrogen until 2018, okay. which was when the Hydrofix came out. Yeah. And I think it was about six months later, roughly after using it and trying to fine tune these protocols, that's when my heart condition went away. And yeah. that's when I realized that this machine was different than all the rest. Right. Um, it was doing things that the other ones couldn't do, but I didn't understand why. I'm like, why exactly is this machine so different? And I had done some a lot of research, really, but I just kept going deeper and deeper and realizing how special this piece of equipment is. And it's just been such a lifesaver. It's been awesome, actually. It's been really wonderful. Great. And what is this one called? Um, it's called the Lourdes Hydrofix Hydro Premium Edition. Okay. okay. Very cool. And that's named after a spring in France, correct? Yeah. And um, the Lourdes, yeah, the, the healing waters of Lourdes. And also what's ironic was the website, you know, because they call it Holy Hydrogen, which is funny because the Holy Waters of Lourdes, and there's definitely a spiritual connotation there. Yeah. Yeah. That's super <laughs> interesting. Um, the hot, hot spring are natural springs that you could go and actually soak your body and used to be much more prevalent as like a normal healing modality, but they seem to have, um, become less common to access. I'm not sure if that's a, a social thing or if it's just, uh, environmental that so many have been polluted and degraded and so forth. It's funny that you bring that up because that's actually something that I'm an absolute huge fan of. Mm -hmm. And it's what, like, I've been trying to rack my brain where I want to live mm -hmm. for a long time. Cause it's like, you find one place it's like, Oh, well, it's nice during the summer, but not good during the winter or it's this or that. And, and there's always pluses and minuses. And eventually the way that I've chosen where I'm going to be has everything to do with hot springs. Actually. I'm, I'm, I'm following the water, not following anything else. I, I need that water in my life. Yeah. And it's very special, you know, between hot springs and clean water and the hydrogen and a proper diet. And it's just so magical what it can do for the body. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and you mentioned that healing um, your cardiac issue. I know there are um, a lot of people who have recently come down with various types of um, cardiac problems, apparently associated with some sort of new biological agent that has been uh, introduced into the medical culture. Are you aware of people using um, hydrogen to help with that issue? Well, as I told you, know, and obviously I already said this, but you know, I don't give any medical advice or make claims, but yeah. what I can tell you is, I mean, hydrogen has already been medically approved mm -hmm. in Japan yeah. for things like heart attacks. Um, it appears to be amazing for the heart. Uh, I did not expect it to resolve my issue. I mean, I didn't expect that in a million years. I literally thought that was the one thing that it just was not going to take care of, as you might put it. And yeah, I think it's extremely protective. I think it's amazing for the heart. Um, and, you know, heart, you know, heart disease is one of, almost one of the number one killers. And sometimes is, it, I believe it flip-flops with cancer. Mm -hmm. And I just think that if you, if everybody was to get on clean water and clean hydrogen, I can't imagine what it would do to the whole medical establishment in, in America. It would just be bonkers off the charts. It would throw off all the charts, you know, that we look at when it comes to medical disease. And they have done studies on numerous diseases and how hydrogen appears to be good for so many diseases. And they show the list of medicines that you'd have to take for all these different conditions. And along with uh, medications you'd have to take for the side effects, the list is so huge. They couldn't understand why one thing, just one thing like hydrogen could do so much. 
And that led down a very interesting rabbit hole for the Japanese scientists. And, and you know, more and more is being discovered, but hydrogen is, dare I say, truly a miracle molecule. I think it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think, you know, a lot of this is just, I mean, because if we look, if we look way back in history, if we can go past the last couple of hundred years, particularly where there's been so much pollution introduced into the environment, I mean, spring water really is the best source of water. Um, Mother Nature is isn't stupid, and she knows what she's doing. Um, is it really that we're suffering from a deficiency in hydrogen because we're not getting that pure, clean source? of water that is hydrogen rich, you know, and where most of us are getting our water through a municipal water supply or even bottled water that's coming from a municipal water supply. Well, what I, what I did, I mean, the first thing that I realized, everybody argues about water. I mean, you got people say spring water is the best, alkaline water is the best. No, this water is the best. No, that river water is the best. You know, there's so much arguments about water. And what I personally did on on my journey, because because there's so much conflicting information, it got it became very frustrating to me. I'm like, well, what the heck am I supposed to be drinking? What's the best? You know, I was really frustrated with the whole thing because I just wanted to get better. And I started thinking for myself. I stopped listening to everybody. This is all my protocols. I created these on my own. I no longer I stopped listening to everybody, but I also looked at a lot of scientific data and evidence. Mm-hmm. And as I was looking out water, I thought to myself, what do I really want out of my water? And then I realized I just wanted to be clean. I mean, I really just want clean water. Can I just get water that doesn't have any chemicals, any garbage in it? And then I started studying. I know every water filtration modality in existence. And then I realized that there is no water filter that eliminates everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Different ones eliminate different things, but you never get anything that eliminates everything. And I thought, well, this is kind of wild because it means that no water filtration system is good enough if I want perfect water. Right. And then I started observing nature because I believe in the power of nature. Mm-hmm. And I started realizing that the way the nature is designed, it uses something we call the hydrologic system. And basically, it all starts with hydrogen, ironically, um, because it starts with the power of the sun. And the sun hits the ocean, gets hot, and then steam begins to rise. And what I also discovered is that ascension has a lot to do with purity. And so as the water ascends, it actually leaves impurities behind. Uh-huh. And it comes down as rain or snow. Now, the interesting thing about rain or snow is then I started finding ancient scriptural verses talking about the purity of it all. So it's Mm -hmm. a pure as the driven snow, pure as white as snow. And I realized that snow and rain are distilled water. That's Mm. what it is. And then when I started looking at the science of distilled water and how distillers work with carbon, by the way, so I call them carbon distillers because they work together. And when you do that, I wish I, I could go grab it right now if you wanted to. I forgot to bring my little lab test that shows what this stuff removes out of the water and it is unbelievable that's how you clean water and so now i use uh these carbon distillers made in america for people want to see them i use the ones from a website called mypurewater.com and if they want a discount they can use the code uprising 144k if they want to Uh but that's what i use they're american made they're really high quality they virtually last forever and that's how i clean water and then i would buy you know concentrates minerals is the ones that i use I don't even put a lot of minerals in my water, to be honest. Um, most of the minerals, again, going off scientific data and evidence, I actually add my minerals to my smoothies because it appears that we really get the majority of our minerals from our food, which as you mm-hmm. probably well know, our soil is so depleted that we don't get the real minerals that we need from our food usually. So what I do is I add the minerals to my smoothies that's full of fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and these type of things. And I was doing this already intuitively 
And then years later, I found a study where they literally did the exact same thing. And it was funny because it works with the fibers of the fruits and vegetables, the minerals. So you absorb them. So in these studies, people were literally rebuilding bone. And that's not what the study was for. And they were like, what the heck is going on here? And so minerals with the fibers seem to work perfectly. That's why fruits and vegetables in these things are so perfect. They have the fiber in them. They have the minerals in them. They have antioxidants in them. They have phytonutrients in them. I mean, they have, they're like almost a perfect food in, in, in many ways. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people disagree with me on that. I usually stay away from the diet stuff um, because people are always fighting about it. But it's part of what really helped transform my health. And I've been doing blood work once, twice, three times a year to see if what I'm doing is working. And I've literally had doctors, this is crazy. I've had them call me because they're like, I would like to know what you're doing. And I was kind of shocked about that. I've never had a doctor do that ever. Yeah. And I was like, what do you, why would, what do you mean? What am I doing? And they said, I've never seen blood work like yours ever. They said, wow. never seen anything like it. And so I even had one doctor want to do a study on me because of my blood work. And so it's been really an interesting path, a really interesting yeah. road. Well, and that's how it should be. I mean, we should be in a medical culture where doctors are looking at good blood work, not just seeking out the really awful panels and and saying, what are you doing right? Let's study the people who are getting it right and see if we can um, create more of a population-based model to help other people um, accomplish the same goals. Um, In terms of hydrogen in the scope of holistic health, Um, are we really just looking at, I mean, because again, we have like a a medical disclaimer at the end of, of the program as well. Um, and you've mentioned it several times. We're not giving medical advice here. Um, we're not, you know, going over anything to treat or cure any specific disease, but I think that's almost the point is that when you're approaching health from just supporting the body, the way it's supposed to work rather than trying to micro target a specific condition or a specific set of um, symptoms, uh, that's a completely different paradigm um, than just giving the body its most basic nutrients and purifying it so that it doesn't have these blockages preventing it from assimilating and absorbing the things that we already need to, to pull into it. Is that why hydrogen is potentially so powerful? Well, I think it's one of the many reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the one of the secrets to health, and and I mean, there's a few little secrets that I've discovered, and I've actually never really voiced them on any show. But one of the big secrets is just your blood. Your blood is the secret to life. And it, and again, going back to ancient scripture, where I'll quote a verse that says, "Life is in the blood." Mm-hmm. You know, this is so important. And so one of the things that hydrogen does, and I actually have a video, I have numerous videos, people want to check out my YouTube channel, it's called uprising 144k. It's free. And one of the videos is video 68, where I have a live blood analysis, where I literally show what blood looks like, and then I then consume water and what it looks like. And then you consume hydrogen water, specifically from the equipment that I use. So it's nice to know that it wasn't some random machine that it was the machine that I like to use. And the results were so ridiculously off the charts. I Again, I had a doctor contact me again when they saw that video. And they said, you know what you're showing there is impossible. They literally didn't even believe it. And they wanted to duplicate it to prove me wrong. They ended up getting the same machine, taken to their lab. The results came out exactly the same. Uh, this particular doctor was absolutely blown away. It was hilarious. And the way that it moves the blood is part of its secret. <clears throat> but it does more than that. 
it also appears to open up what's called ghost vessels. I don't know how much you know about ghost vessels. Not much. This is super fascinating because what we have in our body is obviously we have all these blood vessels and whatnot, but there's certain ones where as you age, no blood gets in there anymore. So they become like a ghost town. They're not getting blood supply anymore. And it's important because the blood, yes, life is in the blood, but the nutrients that you take in are flowing through your blood. Your blood is is carrying these things everywhere, like a train, you know, running through and carrying all this nutrients to your tissues and your body. And hydrogen not only makes the blood move so much better, but begins to open up these areas and get blood in there again and bring nutrients to these areas all over again. And that's just one of the many things that this stuff does. I mean, function as an antioxidant, functioning as a, as a, like, um, for, for signaling in the body, you know, certain signaling that happens in the body, um, the way it turns, it, it can activate, uh, well, for example, the way that it protects DNA, um, activating certain parts of the body, for example, the body will start producing, like, for example, ghrelin is one of the things that happens when you're drinking the hydrogen water, which is something that typically happens when you're fasting. Uh, It just goes on and on. Uh, It functions as an anti-inflammatory. It appears to be anti-aging. The way that it hydrates you and helps regulate the pH of your blood. I've worked with numerous people who have had issues with oxygen saturation issues in their blood. It just goes on and on and on. There's so many things that it does. It really, like I said, it really is like a miracle molecule. And once it's paired with water and proper nutrition, it's really, really become something that is foundational to my protocol. I mean, my protocol foundationally is clean water, clean, proper hydrogen, and just my nutrients. I mean, that's how silly it's gotten. It's just so basic and simple. But the things that I've seen, I even have before and after pictures of people with literally dare I say, incurable diseases or whatever Mm -hmm. that they tell people, one of my own brothers, Mm -hmm. Uh, this was a sad story. He actually was about to get on dialysis. And I didn't even know he called me one day. He's like, dude, my kidneys are giving out. I was like, are you kidding me? Like you never told me. And I wish you would have told me sooner. And he said, yeah, doctors are saying that it's irreversible. You cannot reverse kidney disease. That's what they all say in the medical establishment. Well, he did my protocol Mm -hmm. and did what I would do. And sure enough, reversed a ton of his kidney disease kidneys start working way better. And then his doctor, it's funny how much lack of interest he showed. He just saw the difference. He goes, whoa, your kidneys are working again. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. I guess we don't put you on dialysis. That was it. He didn't care about what he did, how he did it. It didn't even matter. He just saw them getting better. And that was that, you know, and, um, and I've seen a lot of strange responses like that, but yeah, I can't say enough about obviously about hydrogen is so special. Yeah, I think it's unfortunate that there's not more curiosity in the in the mainstream medical environment. Um, to me, that's what would be interesting about going into, you know, being a doctor is just the curiosity of like how the human body works, and you know, departing from the pharmaceutical model to a point that you know we're really understanding the inner workings in a way that um, we haven't been able to, at least from a scientific method standpoint until recently. And I think that's what's so interesting about what's happening now, or if this is the age of Aquarius or whatever we want to call it, Mm -hmm. is this merging of ancient wisdom where uh, our ancestors understood that something worked, but they didn't necessarily have a way to scientifically validate it. But now we've got 
certain aspects of Western medicine that are helping us to dissect and take this into a laboratory and understand why it is these things are doing what they're doing um, so that they have a certain um, evidence-based to to it as well as um, experience-based medicine, which I like to talk about. But um, the the doctors who are into that, I, I'm completely fascinated by like I some of my favorite people in the world are just these doctors who have left the mainstream box store model of medicine to go out and really seek this stuff out so it's great you kind of have stories on both sides of that with regards to hydrogen um can you tell us too so hydrogen um can be infused into water or you can breathe it um what are the benefits of both of those Oof, that, I don't even know if all science has figured that one out. Um, <laughs> the biggest thing, the, the biggest thing that I noticed, this is how I actually created my protocol, is that if ironically you get more hydrogen when you inhale the gas, like quite a bit more. Okay. Um, what shocked what shocked a lot of the scientists though in Japan is that they discovered that the water seemed to have more benefit, and they couldn't understand why. It's like why is it that the hydrogen water, which has way less hydrogen in it, seems to work better? Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of interesting. Um, and of course, then there are benefits of the gas. And so what I ended up doing, I just came up with these different protocols and ideas. Like, for example, I would only drink, I started learning to drink the hydrogen water mostly on an empty stomach. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing that I started doing that appeared to really work well. And then I found some data, and I won't go into the details of it, but basically what I started doing is I would drink the hydrogen water and then do the inhalation afterwards. And that seemed to enhance it. And so then by using ultimately both of them, drinking the water and the hydrogen gas inhalation, I mean, one of the biggest differences that I've seen primarily, because they also have their similarities, is the one that I mentioned about ghrelin. Um, That only appears to happen when you drink the water. And ghrelin is a precursor to HGH, you know, human growth hormone, Mm -hmm. um, appears to be really good for you and have a lot of benefits. And, um, And it's one of the few things that hydrogen does as it does so many of them and so yeah so i just use them both i mean that's literally what it came down to and i i would caution people though because there's there's a lot of information out there that i'm i just think it's not good to tell people um where people will try to get people to inhale oxygen from machines Uh while they're inhaling hydrogen Uh and i think that those can be used in certain medical situations but something that you do on the regular, because we already breathe in oxygen. I mean, we're getting roughly 20% already in our atmosphere. So we're we're breathing that in already. And when you supplement it, there's benefits, but you also have to look at long-term. So you like if anybody in the medical field, you you know very clearly, you don't want somebody to be on oxygen forever. It's right. not a good thing. Right. The body begins to adapt of getting too much. And if anything, a lot of the real like pro athletes and super smart people actually do the opposite. They limit their oxygen. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like high altitude training. Yeah. And that causes the body to produce more red blood cells. And there's a lot of benefits from that too. Um, so, you know, I just do the pure hydrogen, which is really where the science is based on anyway. That's, again, I always follow the data, not people's opinions, because yeah. people make the craziest uh, claims out there. And so anyway, um, but yeah, I think that both of them are best. But if I only had to choose one, like, if you know, if I was like, hey, you only get one or the other, hands down, I choose the water. Okay. For sure. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, you mentioned Japan earlier, um, and they're actually using okay. hydrogen in their hospitals, correct? 
yes, hydrogen is medically approved. And, and I don't think they're using it for all the hospitals. But okay. Obviously, there, there's uh, the number one university in the world that uses hydrogen medically is actually a Japanese hospital uh, called, it's from a university, like university hospital called Keio University. Okay. Okay. And um, yeah, they use it for heart attacks and strokes and they're doing, they're doing research on uh, like Alzheimer's dementia. I actually have a video on that, which was pretty mind blowing too. A, a woman called me and she was using hydrogen for her mother with dementia. And she said the results were so uncanny, like just hard to believe. And she luckily took pictures of her mother during the process. Mm-hmm. You can see it all over her mother's face. It's unreal. Even her eyes, they just look so different. And I posted them on, on one of the videos and it's just been a gift from God, basically, is what she really felt like. Right, right. Hey, friends, I wanted to take a minute out of today's episode to tell you about molecular hydrogen and how you can benefit from medical grade hydrogen in the comfort of your own home. I've been using molecular hydrogen for a hot minute, and it quickly became one of my favorite healing tools. Hydrogen is a selective antioxidant that has been shown to reduce oxidative stress and inflammation. Hydrogen water has been proven to improve mental clarity, prevent cognitive illness, reduce oxidative stress and inflammation, boost mental focus and clarity, and help with mental illnesses. By neutralizing harmful free radicals and oxidative stress, which is the leading cause of disease, hydrogen water has been proven to help with regulating heart disease, diabetes, reducing wrinkles in the skin issues, and speeding up wound healing. As with all things in holistic health, when you support how the body naturally and optimally functions, the body can rebalance from almost anything. The Lord's Hydrofix is the only hydrogen machine that produces structured hydrogen that results in a more stable, longer-lasting, higher-saturated hydrogen water. Super nanobubbles of hydrogen make it easier for your body to utilize hydrogen. Meticulously engineered in Japan, the Lord's Hydrofix Premium Edition produces the longest-lasting, most stable, pH-neutral, non-toxic natural hydrogen on the market. Hydrogen is among the most common and abundant molecules in our universe. As the smallest, most basic molecule in existence, many scientists believe molecular hydrogen to have played a pivotal role in the creation of the universe and everything in it. Our own sun, another one of my favorite lifestyle nutrients, is almost entirely made up of hydrogen. I like to think of hydrogen as a molecular supplement that, in a holistic health model, serves to support our body's optimal functioning while reducing inflammation that is largely a result of the highly toxic environment we're living in. The quality and type of water we drink is likely the most undervalued and misunderstood component of health. Adding hydrogen to your water treatment routine may just be the missing link in your path to radical wellness. Check out the link for the Lord's Hydrofix by Holy Hydrogen and the Jen's Favorite Things tab at genmayo.com for $100 off your purchase. Your purchase helps support bringing you innovative ideas for optimal health and wellness on the Body Literacy Podcast. Why do you think it is that just Japan specifically seems to be kind of miles ahead of the United States in terms of this kind of technology? And really, if we look at uh, you know, statistics for the industrialized West, uh, the United States, you know, for supposedly being a world leader in so many spaces, uh, we fail miserably when it comes to health outcomes. Um, 
but Japan seems to be doing some things right. What's different about their culture, do you think, uh, compared to ours? Oh, man. I, and I'm actually planning to open up a new YouTube channel where I go into, I'm going to travel to Japan and really showcase a lot of the answers to this one question. Um, I love the the way the Japanese tend to think because they don't try to, one thing that I learned about their culture is they don't try to make a square peg fit in a round hole. Mm-hmm. Um, they just try to find the truth, the answer and perfection. They're always after perfection, like perfecting, mm-hmm. even like the machine that we talked about, they've just been trying to perfect it and perfect it. And they've even improved it, even yeah. though it was already the best machine out there in 2018. Yeah. And um, so they try to do, do all this perfection. And one thing that the Japanese seem to care about uh, a lot is health. That's one thing I learned by, you know, I've lived in Japan before and they, and I didn't understand the value of it when I was younger and I, and I had spent time there, but they were really, really into health mm-hmm. and you can obviously see that and they're extremely hardworking, but you can see that they have the longest life expectancy of any industrialized nation in the world. And if you look at a lot of their foods, I mean, a lot of their foods are just really healthy, just cultural foods. And when you really, really dig into it, you end up finding out that the majority of all these health practices, because I was curious and I started doing research, they were they were actually originating from monks. It was monks who discovered how to make this super healthy food or the monks who got really into the hot springs, which it became this whole movement in Japan. The whole country is full of hot springs. Um, and all these different things that they do really originated from the monks. And I, and I love what they, they, they've been a huge catalyst in how their culture has evolved and the way people are so kind and how clean of a society they are. And they keep looking for these answers. Um, I wish again, I really should go grab these books. I have this one book about a Japanese guy who I'm sure you've heard of uh, Masaru Emoto mm-hmm. um, or Masamuro Emoto, something like that. Emoto, the guy who discovered that water responds to like music and thought and pictures and Super all these Super fascinating. Yeah. And that was a Japanese guy, you know, and, and they and they think that it's funny because they think so outside the box sometimes. And um, and clearly with hydrogen, they just they knocked it out of the park again. Mm-hmm. And um, and I just think I just think that they care, to be honest. I think they're they're they these are people who care a great deal. And just like the guy who again, not I'm not trying to bring up the machine again, but like the guy who brought up that who made that hydrofix, he cared enough to say. I'm not going to do it for the money. I'm not going to go to China and try to get cheaper parts. Like I want to make this so good that I will give it to my own daughter. That was his kind of big premise. Right. I want to make a piece of equipment that makes what I would personally call medical grade hydrogen, which yeah. I don't think there's any device out there that does that right now um, for people's home that is affordable. You know, it's yeah. not a hundred thousand dollar machine or a $50,000 machine. They're actually super affordable for what they do. And, you know, he, he didn't want to be, um, guided by the heart of greed or money he did it out of love and i and the one thing that i learned about japanese you know you look at a lot of cultures and money is always number one Mm -hmm. i mean look at america i hate to say it but like money you know it's always like the number one driving force in japan it's honor you know honor is more valuable than money in that country and i love them for that i just i cannot emphasize that enough and and that's i mean we go back to the ancient scriptures love your neighbor as yourself is like right up there with the number one commandment. I mean, Jesus himself said that the number one commandment is equally important as the first. The number two commandment is equal to the first, which is to love your neighbor. And I think when you honor yourself and you honor others, good things come. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're a farmer, you know, you want to grow the best food with the best minerals and no chemicals. And because you're going to give that food to your neighbor or people who, you know, who are in your country or your neighborhood or whatever, 
Yeah. And I, that's what I love. That's what I love the most. And I think that that's where the difference is. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think when you put integrity out into the world, um, it certainly is going to come back, especially in terms of something that we're imbibing or bringing into our body, um, that integrity shows up in literally in the cells of our body. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think there's a lot to that. Um, and they would go, I mean, this is not to get too far into it, but like when they would dishonor themselves now back mm-hmm. in the day, I mean, they would literally take their life because they just not, when you dishonor yourself, it's not just about dishonoring yourself. You dishonor your whole family. Mm-hmm. So everybody who you're attached to your whole lineage, your ancestors. I mean, this is why they would, I mean, they take honor so seriously in that country. It's unbelievable. Right. And um, to the point where they would end their life if they disgraced themselves. Right. So right. I, 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 I just, I love, I can't say enough about them. I love those people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think unfortunately, like um, weight loss seems to be the place where people find the most motivation, uh, at least in our culture. Um, sure. Is this, I mean, is this a tool that people have found to be helpful in maintaining a healthier weight? You know, it's so crazy that you bring this up because of course I wasn't thinking about weight loss when I was trying right. to do this. Right. Um, but there's this long-term and I did notice it. I've been noticing numerous people that I know get on hydrogen and they start losing weight. Um, I could give you numerous examples. Uh, there's a wonderful example of a lady who's actually in a wheelchair and you know, she was very large and she just couldn't lose weight, got on hydrogen and she lost 40 pounds. And she's like, what's going on? And I found a study and this is uh, numerous studies that now pretty for me validates what's going on. There was a long-term study on hydrogen. And what they realized is that it begins to transform the liver. It's so amazing. It begins to transform the way that it metabolizes. things, And so it became very effective in metabolizing fat. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, you know, I, I've known people with fatty liver disease where the hydrogen literally makes that go away. Again, this is not a claim. This is what I've seen. Um, and people losing weight, people with cirrhosis of the liver, there's actual research on this in regards to hydrogen. But the simple answer is yes, absolutely. I've seen the craziest things with weight loss. And like I said, the long-term research, which is why I'm so into making hydrogen in a pure manner. So, mm-hmm. because you're going to use it for the long-term and anything you're going to do for long-term, I want the purity. And of course, the nice thing about the piece of equipment is also that it lasts so long. Uh, mm-hmm. Most hydrogen machines break very quickly, very easily. I don't know if it's because they're made in China. I don't know what it is, but I've noticed this. It's been my experience. And apparently this guy who made the Japanese one, he wanted it to be ultra reliable. They torture tested it for just shy of a decade and it never broke. And they were like, it's good now. Like people can take it home and use it for years and years. It's actually the cheapest way to use hydrogen in the long term that I've discovered just because of its reliability. It's like buying a car that can go a million miles versus a car that can only go 100,000 miles. The million mile car may cost you a little bit more, but it's gonna last you 10 times longer. You know, So in the end, it might be cheaper. And so anyway, um, the long-term usage of it really seems to start helping with that metabolization of fat, which by the way, most of our like toxins are in our fat. Right. So I think that there, and there's a lot of good data to support that it's really good at detoxing. You know, hydrogen, mm-hmm. I've noticed that too. And it's just been so fabulous, so amazing. And to answer your question, yes, I do not only believe that it helps regulate weight a great deal, but that also made me stumble upon research that shocked me that when people are overweight, they get these random inflammatory signals all over the body. People just get random inflammation because when you're overweight, it literally seems like the body's confused mm-hmm. and it confuses the body. 
And so hydrogen helps to appears to help regulate all that. And again, I've known people where I've seen this personally, friends, family, and it appears to help regulate those inflammatory signals. The inflammation stops and they start losing weight. They, they, mm-hmm. Like the, the hydrogen seems to help start metabolizing that fat. And um, it's just been literally um, like, there I say a miracle again, but it's just been so incredible to me to witness all that. So that's yeah. a long answer. Sorry. I yeah, no, yes. no, I love yeah, it. it I love it. So <laughs> I actually, I did a, I did a five day fast last week. Um, And I got really interested in learning about, uh, I'm not somebody who doesn't like to eat. So this was like a challenge for me. (laughs) Um, And I actually, I actually did one of those fast mimicking diets where you don't actually have to just do a water fast. But um, I I got really interested in studying the spiritual aspects of of fasting a few years ago. And if we look at, um, you know, ancient scriptures and the Bible and so forth, and we see all these accounts of people fasting and we're like, why, why are these people wasting their time not eating? You have to, you know, back to what you were saying about, you know, purifying the body um, from a consciousness perspective or a, a spirituality perspective. Um, your body, I, I love to say the body is an antenna for consciousness. Um, and if our body isn't as pure as it can possibly be, there are levels of, um, there are levels of consciousness that we're not able to access. So uh, definitely fasting is something that helps achieve that. And that's why we see people having mystical experiences and so forth when they haven't, (laughs) when they haven't eaten for days and days and days, Um, you know, we say, well, maybe that's the brain shutting down maybe, but you know, maybe we've, we've gotten all the crap out of the way so that now we can access parts of ourselves that we can't when the majority of our energy is spent digesting food most of the time. Um, is, is hydrogen really contributing to just creating a much more, more pure body, both, um, as a, as a nutrient and helping to draw out the toxins, um, that have built up in our bodies for years and years. Well, yeah, well, first, like I said, you know, hydrogen does a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but in regards to fasting, I actually, you're bringing up another subject that's very interesting that I don't talk about a lot. I invented quite a while ago something that I called the hydrogen fast. Okay. And and I have data to support um, my hypothesis. But basically, it will take, in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. not a claim, that if you use hydrogen in a specific way, like one of my protocols, while truly fasting, it just takes it to a whole other level. Really? And I've already practiced it with me and some other people, and people are definitely noticing the difference. Yeah. And it actually, I mean, we produce the majority of our hydrogen actually in our gut. So our body does produce some. Okay. And when you're fasting, your kind of your major problem is that if you've ever looked at your gut floor when someone's fasting, the numbers are going down dramatically. There's very, very little activity, um, which can be both quote unquote good and bad because when you have this, you know, we know how important our gut is, hmm. but hydrogen can help. It appears to help continue the activity with no food, you know, and, and there's again, a very spiritual obviously component to hydrogen. I just think it completely enhances the fast. Um, the other thing that I, that I found and discovered that I think that, um, helps in regards a lot to fasting and was, I didn't realize that just basically almost all our food has endotoxins in it. 
And a lot of people are unaware of this and there's clear data and clear research. And I did a video on it. And this is when I learned that um, eating food that is not super fresh, like leftovers or something, has even higher levels of endotoxins. So okay. I'm doing basically my best now to avoid um, older food or food that was just leftovers in general. And the Japanese, by the way, are really into freshness. And so I think that's something that's really important. And the stuff that has the worst endotoxins are, is actually stuff like seafood, um, mm-hmm. definitely canned tuna, canned salmon, like canned seafood is like some of the worst on the planet as far as endotoxins and how endotoxins affect your body and most likely lead to disease and the inflammation and whatnot. But when you're not eating, you're getting no endotoxins at all. Mm-hmm. And then you bring, if, if you bring in hydrogen, it really, again, takes it to a whole other level. And I think not eating brings you to more peace too. Mm-hmm. you know, cause the body's like, you know, really, really calming down, giving it a rest. But no, I definitely think not only do I think it's something extremely spiritual, I think it's something now that can even potentially be enhanced um, that I don't think anybody's ever, I mean, I don't think, I don't know of anybody who ever thought we could enhance fasting mm-hmm. because I mean, usually you just stop eating, you know, right. I mean, what else could you right. possibly do? Right. And, and even, and even dry fasting, which I'm sure you probably know about, because I've done, I've done a lot of fasting more than I would ever like to do. And I'm probably going to be doing more, but I've done a lot of it. And I've also gone to the level where I go dry fasting, Mm -hmm. where you literally don't even touch water, don't take showers, you don't wash your hands. That's excuse me, that's a whole other level of uh, of fasting. But I believe that you could actually still inhale hydrogen while even Mm -hmm. doing dry fasting. So take that to another level. You wouldn't be able to drink the water, but you'd still be able to do the inhalation. Okay. And um, so just some really interesting things about fasting. That's why when you brought it up, I'm like, I actually do know about this subject and um, and stuff that could potentially help. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that um, because of its size, hydrogen is able to cross the blood brain barrier. And I think uh, most people don't realize how important our brains are to the functioning of the rest of our bodies. Um, how, how does it impact brain health? Well, the biggest thing that I've seen, like I said, in regards to dementia, mm-hmm. Alzheimer's, like how sharp you are. Like I'm, I'm a little surprised the things that I can remember. Like, I don't even know how I remember all this stuff anymore. You know, I mean, I, I've talked to uh, not only numerous doctors, I talked to one of the top oncologists actually in the United States who contacted me with questions and we had some really great conversations, but it really seems to have helped me a great deal. And I've worked with people who have had, you know, they're right down the cusp of dementia. And mm-hmm. now all these years later after using hydrogen, they're actually not declining the way that you ordinarily would think somebody would decline. Um, I even did hydrogen with a woman who uh, she had a tumor about the size of a baseball or softball in her brain and it was pushing up against her brain to the point where half her body didn't work Uh she couldn't walk or nothing and um and the doctors told her that it was incurable that the tumor they'd be lucky to keep it the same size as it was growing out of control and uh she ended up doing a protocol that i you know i created a protocol for for such things based on again scientific evidence knowledge that i pulled together and her tumor not only shrunk, it went away, like it completely disappeared. And, um, and that was pretty wild. And that was a, a very, very, and she started walking miles a day, and it just totally transformed her life. So, you know, in regards to the brain, and neurologically, and how the brain's obviously connected to the gut, 
I mean, we, we know this, there's a lot of scientific evidence for that too. And we know how amazing hydrogen is for the gut, by the way. Unbelievable. The amount of people who are having gut issues. There, there was um, multiple people with like, whether it's celiac disease, Crohn's disease, irritable bowel syndrome. I mean, I got countless stories. Um, but what, there's two that really stand out to me. One, there was a woman for over 40 years. She had very painful celiac disease. Spent hundreds of thousands of dollars going to doctors throughout the years and trying all sorts of stuff and nothing worked, she said. And she had to avoid certain foods because otherwise she said it was so painful, like literally worse than having a baby. And I was like, geez, that's, that's pretty extreme. Right. Um, and the reason I, the reason I remember it so much is because she contacted me and she just was like, I just have to thank you. You absolutely transformed my life. And I was like, whoa, how did I do that? And she said, I followed your protocol. And she said, all my celiac is gone. I've literally been eating things that I should never eat. She said, but I can totally get away with it now. And it just, she said, it just changed my life. And she was so thankful and her gratitude and humility, it was so strong. You could feel it, that it just, you know, it brought me to, to tears and, and I was so happy for her. Um, and there was another woman who'd been suffering from IBS, you know, for, since they were extremely young and no doctor could ever fix it. Some doctors even wanted to do surgery on her. She followed my protocol totally her IBS gone and, um, and she just couldn't believe it. And so a lot of people with gut issues, and I just think it's a lot of the chemicals in our water, a lot of the chemicals in our food. And they just, and of course, just the wrong foods. I know people, I, I don't like to talk about diet. Everybody argues about that, but, um, you know, doing, doing certain things, I've seen amazing things for the gut and I luckily haven't had to, you know, my gut's just so great now, but it, you know, I forget, I forget what it's like to have a terrible gut, but right, I constantly right. reminded because so many people have gut issues, like almost, oh, I don't totally. want to say everybody, but it's, it's you so know, and I'll even say my critique of the functional medicine community is their, their answer to, to a lot of those gut issues are, you know, food sensitivity testing and just avoiding foods that are causing problem without recognizing why is it those foods that, you know, normally would be healthy foods, even things like, you know, strawberries or um, different types of vegetables uh, tend to cause problems for people with leaky gut. uh, And just avoiding the food isn't really fixing the problem. It might avoid some of the symptoms, but it's not healing the source of the problem. Um, So this seems like a really good good tool to have in the toolkit to actually go back and heal the source. And I, you know, I find the more that I'm finding um, healing modalities like this, the more I'm hearing people say, yeah, there were all these foods that I couldn't eat before. And now I can eat them just fine. Uh, you know, I'm not talking yes. about like ice cream and potato chips, but um, just normal foods that people should be able to handle perfectly fine. Even like autoimmune disease, that's another big one that I've seen yeah. some pretty interesting things in regards to hydrogen too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What kind, what kind of know. things have you seen there? Oh my gosh, like people who have, you know, skin issues, a lot of autoimmune is a lot of times where you have like an overactive immune system, you know, due to, you know, whatever. And, and so yeah, I've seen, I mean, not just me, but even Japan, because I saw a lot of before and after pictures for skin issues and how they're using hydrogen for skin issues. Um, One of the, this one's not autoimmune related, but it's also more recent, uh, a lot of testimonials about not getting sunburn of all things. Mm-hmm. of all things when using hydrogen. And I've been myself trying to spend a lot of time in the sun, not using sunscreen. And I'm like, why aren't I not getting burned? And um, and then I found some preliminary data and research 
in regards to hydrogen potentially helping with that. And I have my own theories of how it can be utilized to, again, enhance uh, the benefits of certain things, like even red light therapy, for example, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and how hydrogen could potentially be used in, in those type of ways. But a lot of but back to the autoimmune issues. I mean, a lot of different autoimmune issues. I, I knew uh, somebody who had um, allergies. So a lot of the allergies, this one particular person, just horrific allergies every single year. Uh, you know, a lot of pollen and, and allergic to cats and dogs and, you know, animals. And uh, this person it was so bad. And he said he got well over 90% um, reduction from these things. So he, I think it was like, he said, it's almost pretty much gone. He said, I think I've gone about 96 to 98% is the last he told me, which wow. transformed his life. That was, that was enough. Wow. People with people with CFS too, you know, chronic fatigue syndrome, that's mm-hmm. been another wild one. Um, I still remember a woman who it was ruining her life and she contacted me and she had also spent um, about $180,000 in many years of seeing doctors, naturopaths, all sorts of people, nobody could resolve it. She did again, my protocol and massive changes. And uh, I always remember them because when they contact me and to thank me and how touched, you know, I'm very touched when they're so touched. And, and I, I really do just want, one of my greatest things that I want in my life is I, I want others to be happy. That's like my big thing. When other people are happy, it just feels so good. The Japanese did yeah. a study on that too, and how it affects our brain and the chemicals when we do kind things for others. And I think that's why in the ancient scriptures are like, love your neighbor guys, because this will bring you the greatest joy and happiness. And so I'm a big believer in all that. Absolutely. That's interesting what you said about um, the, the skin and not sunburning. So I, I have, or I have what uh, Western medicine would like to call Hashimoto's disease, which is an autoimmune condition. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't think most people know there's almost 150 conditions now that are classified as autoimmune disorders, even like things you would never think of, um, which is, which is mind blowing. But um, one of the biggest things I noticed when I started to um, change my diet and my health started to shift in the right direction as I spent my entire life being pasty pale white and I would burn just by like peeking around the corner at the sun and now I can spend as much time as I want in the sun uh, you know and even if I turn a tiny bit pink it immediately turns to tan and I can't even tell you the last time I I peeled or really burned um But there's, there's definitely feedback that you get from your body that, uh, you know, they seem like subtle things. Uh, but if you really tune into them, you know, it's, it's your body communicating that, uh, you know, something's going right or wrong, depending on, on what's happening there. So that's amazing though. Yeah, totally. So, um, Are you aware of, is anybody using this in like an IV capacity to go directly into the bloodstream? Yeah, they do it. They do it in Japan. Um, I don't think that's like realistic for most of us at home to be putting right. IVs in ourselves. Right. Um, and the truth is, when you inhale the hydrogen, it, you know, it's going to be saturating your blood anyway. Okay. Um, I just don't think it's totally personal. I just don't think it's totally necessary. And it's just not the simplest, most cost effective way. Obviously, I again, I'm glad that there's equipment out there where we can have it at home and we can inhale it. We can, yeah. you know, drink the water. I think the only other things that you could do, which you definitely can't do at home, which one would be the IV and the other one would be like hydrogen baths. Mm-hmm. But hydrogen baths are definitely not realistic. Uh, people don't understand. I mean, we we have a piece of equipment, right? 
that mm-hmm. takes half an hour to fully saturate 1.5 liters. Imagine right. having a gigantic tub. I mean, the right. kind of equipment you'd need would be in the hundreds of thousands of dollars to do it correctly. See, that's my big thing. It's not just mine. It's the Japanese way too. Is that if you're going to do something, do it right the first yeah. time. You know, yeah. Don't try to you know, do it the wrong way. And so those methods are really not um, as accessible and as affordable. And we don't even have the equipment available to us. And so water and inhalation in my opinion, is pretty much about as good as you're going to be able to get outside of having huge amounts of money and uh, very, very specialized equipment. Has anybody tried it with like foot baths? Because I know there's some like special properties that have to do with drawing impurities out of your feet um, in some cases. Yeah, you know, you could probably do your own. I mean, if you were to make, again, 1.5 liters, Uh you know, from the device and put in a little Foot bath. Foot bath. You could yeah. do that. You could do that. You could even make, uh, I've made hydrogen ice cubes because I obviously discovered that temperature is how, like, for example, when here's another problem with the hydrogen baths, actually, is that when the water's hot, the hydrogen escapes faster. way faster. Okay. Yeah. And so then you need even more of a powerful piece of equipment to hurry up and get the hydrogen in there because it's escaping so quick. Okay. And so, but with cold water, it stays longer. And then I discovered that I could make what I would call hydrogen ice cubes. Uh-huh. So I would pour the hydrogen water in a tray with a top and I immediately put it in the freezer and I can uh-huh. freeze the hydrogen into so ice it's cubes. Which trapped you can, in you there. Know. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But but remember, you know, water always has less hydrogen than the inhalation. And I mean, one, one technique that I've used works really good for those who don't really do a lot of research um, on the science of food, how it appears that every, with every meal we eat, we age. So it appears that it's part of what is aging us. We know that when we eat, it puts a lot of strain on our body. Mm-hmm. I mean, you immediately are activating. I won't even go into all the things that you start activating because yeah. you activate so much when you start eating. And so, and then of course, there's always endotoxins. There's God knows what's in our food, you know, even the best of foods. And so one technique that I use is I always drink the hydrogen water, empty stomach, 20 to 30 minutes before a meal. Okay. Hydrate my hydrogen, my uh, hydrate my GI system. Get it ready for food, and then when I sit down to eat, I'll inhale the hydrogen while I'm eating. Actually, so I'll sit down and start eating my my food while I'm inhaling to kind of uh, fight against some of the negative aspects. Because one of the beautiful things that I discovered about hydrogen, it's one of the first things that that kick started something for me somehow inside, is how much it protects you. And if anybody wants to see how much it protects you, watch my video number eight. It's unbelievable how much hydrogen appears to protect you. And so if you don't think it's going to protect you against some random things in your food, in my opinion, you'd be greatly mistaken because I'll give you one example. You ever heard of a drug called cisplatin? Mm -mm. So cisplatin is an anti-tumor drug. It's for cancer. And it is so damaging that doctors rarely use it unless it's like the last thing that you could possibly use because it just destroys your kidneys. If you get on cisplatin, you're pretty much going to need a kidney transplant on top of whatever it is you're going through. And there is a study where they used hydrogen while using cisplatin and it protected the kidneys so much you could keep your kidneys, you know? And so, and that's just one example of how protective I have discovered hydrogen to be. That's why I'm so fond of it. Yeah. It's good for my health. Yes. It hydrates me. Yes. It's anti-aging. I mean, all these things, right? Um, but the way that it protects you. And I know that we have stuff that we're encountering every day in the air, in the water, even the radiation from our own sun, mm-hmm. which you know can be damaging. All these things that it appears to protect us against, 
So that's another reason that I'm absolutely a huge fan. And God knows, I mean, maybe some viruses out there, maybe some bacteria out there. Again, whatever might be out there, that's why it's part of the reason I named my channel Uprising of the 144,000, you know, 144K. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it all has to do with that, but very protective in my opinion. And it's a huge reason that I use it regularly. Wow. Wow. Um, you mentioned your father's glaucoma earlier. Was he just using yeah. it uh in the water and inhalation, or did he incorporate eye drops with it too? So he was mostly doing the water. Okay. I think he would have got faster results had he had implemented the inhalation sooner. Okay. And then the eye drops we never did, but data did come out later. So this is one of the things, and I gotta warn people about this. Anytime you're going to use water, so for example, you want to put water drops in your ears or in your eyes or like a neti pop where you run it through your sinuses. And please, 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 because people I've told people this and they still don't listen. You can actually make yourself either extremely sick or even potentially kill yourself by accident mm-hmm. if the water that you're using is not pure enough. Yeah. You think that your tap water is pure enough? Not even close. No. You think that the water coming out of your refrigerator filter is pure enough? Not even close. Right. You think that your Brita filter, whatever it is that you're using, you think makes your water that clean? Not even close. A carbon distiller, which is what I use to purify my water, it's not just about purifying the water. It also gets rid of all parasites, viruses, and bacteria, which no water filter will do. Okay. And water filters actually get dirtier with time. So they actually start growing bacteria. And so first you want to take the cleanest water. Then you want to make sure that your hydrogen machine is not only really clean Mm because the Japanese who made the device give instructions on how to keep this thing very clean for a reason. And of course you want to use a piece of equipment in my, again, my opinion that is making the cleanest hydrogen, because like I said, too many chemicals, you know, you wouldn't take, I won't even begin to name products, but I'll just say you wouldn't take a product that doesn't make the cleanest hydrogen and put that stuff in your eyes. Like no way. But based on your example, you can, though, if you take the cleanest water, so the carbon distilled, yeah, and then you take, because by the way, another person actually did kill themselves by running uh, water through, filtered water in a neti pot through their sinuses, uh-huh. and they got a parasite or something and went straight I to their brain. I think I heard and, about that, yeah. Yeah. So it's I can't emphasize how important it is. But once you have the clean water and the super clean hydrogen Yes, you can take that water, in my personal opinion, you know, this is not medical advice, and put that in your eyes. Um, But he never did that. He never Mm -hmm. had to. But it did take three years. So I remember when he first was using the hydrogen, all his conditions were actually gone except for the glaucoma. Everything took about six to eight months. But the glaucoma did not go away. And then the second year, same thing. He was still testing positive. And I gave up after that. And it wasn't until the third year that he called me. And he's like, I'm at the eye doctor. I'm like, Dad, I know that hydrogen doesn't work for your eyes. He goes, no, you won't believe what they just told me. And I was like, what? They said that they don't detect any glaucoma and that they can't even believe it. And that's when I realized that hydrogen is a lot like, there's a long-term effect. It's not something you just do for a week or a month. This is something just like clean water. It's something you do for the rest of your life. You drink clean water, hopefully every single day, you know? Um, And just like food, you pretty much eat every single day. And, um, and your multivitamins or your nutrients, you know, these, these type of things and hydrogen to me is like that. And the longer you go, the more I've seen it begin to transform more and more and more, even with me, I'm still having, I just recently started having some very interesting effects in the last couple of months. And I'm like, wow, it's still doing stuff to me. It's, it's blowing my mind. So that's why you want something that you can, you know, you don't want to just buy some pills that last a few weeks, you know, having a piece of equipment that will last you 
you know, for the long haul that you can use regularly that hopefully will be reliable and make it the way that, you know, it should be made. Right. So. Well, I talk a lot. I talk a lot about if I knew the things I knew now, how much money I could have saved over the course of the last couple of decades. <laughs> you and me, you and me both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We would, we could. Yeah, definitely. Um, can you, are you able to share, I we're going to, we're going to share your YouTube channel and so forth um, before we're done with the interview here, but um, can you give us kind of a quick rundown of what your water treatment program is? Like, how do you, what do you do to your water? So it's the best. Um, so the first thing is, again, I, I want to clean. So I have the carbon distiller from my and you could put tap water in there. That's fine. But what I do just because it, I have, I have every single water filter there. So I have carbon filters. I got reverse osmosis filters, for example, and I'll take the reverse osmosis water. And I put that in my distiller. It keeps the distiller super clean. I don't have to clean it very often when I do that. But you can put straight tap water in there. But depending on how bad your tap water is, you might have to clean your distiller more often. So the first thing is to just have clean water. You don't have to, but I put a tiny bit of minerals in it and a very Mm -hmm. small amount. It's typically one drop per one gallon. It's like no big deal. And then that water I put in the hydrogen generator. So once I put that in the hydrogen generator, it fully saturates with really stable, really clean, proper levels of hydrogen too. A lot of people don't talk about this, but no hydrogen company, this is so wild. No hydrogen company out there actually gets their equipment, like all the equipment that they sell lab tested and certified. Mm-hmm. So, which means that you don't really know what you're getting. Yeah. Um, but the one that I like, the HydroFix, the one from Japan, yeah. every single machine is lab tested and certified. It literally comes with a, with a piece of information showing what lab, it was tested in down to the serial number, how much hydrogen it made, like the whole deal, what equipment they used, and um, which is pretty wild. So then once you fully saturate that water, that's pretty much it. I'll mm-hmm. just, I just drink that water. So it's just clean water that's full of hydrogen. It's that easy. Right. Nothing, right. Nothing, nothing crazy special. You know, I don't have to set it in the sun for days and I don't have to run it through crystals and I, none of this. It's just <laughs> Clean water, clean, clean water. That's uh-huh. all it is. Just clean, clean water, water and hydrogen. And, yeah. and I've seen what it does on live blood analysis. I've seen what it does, not just for me, but I've seen it work on my, my father was a big one for me because when I saw it work for him, you know, it was like, wow, this stuff really, like it really works. And mm-hmm. um, that, that changed a lot of things for me. And of course, for myself. And, um, and then of course I started seeing it work for, for my mom. And then I started seeing it work for different family members and friends and some, yeah. and so many people off YouTube. It's, it's been such a long journey, right. but a lot of, a lot of wonderful stories. And can you share with us? And I, I don't know how complicated or simple it is. Um, your general protocol for using hydrogen, if you're trying to heal something. Yeah. So I would just say that I do have different protocols depending on the situation, because okay. let's just say that you have kidney disease. Well, then yeah. you're limited on the amount of water you can drink. So okay. then I might say, hey, maybe do more inhalation. Yeah. But this much water, you know. Um, I'll give you a basic one, that, the, the one that I do. Okay. Um, so in science, you never want to drink more than one liter of water in one hour. Okay. Anything over a liter, and this is not to do with hydrogen. This is just water. Anything yeah. over a liter begins to strain your kidneys. Okay. In, in a one hour period. So what do I do? Because I tend to push the boundaries. I drink one liter, exactly, in the mornings of hydrogen water. So empty okay. stomach, you know, but the, the real part of the protocol before that is always 
clean your mouth. So here's another interesting scientific uh, data from Japan. We actually grow a lot of bacteria in our mouth when we're sleeping. Mm-hmm. And some of this bacteria is apparently linked to cancer. So we mm-hmm. even grow cancer-causing bacteria in our mouth. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people wake up in the morning and they'll either drink a cup of coffee, drink water, eat something, and you're literally ingesting all this bacteria into your body. So the first part of my protocol is 20 seconds. It's cheap. It's basically free. Just grab a toothbrush, no toothpaste, just toothbrush, wet it, brush your teeth for 10 seconds and brush the inner surfaces of your mouth. So the inner lining of your cheeks, the roof, the tongue, just clean your mouth first in the morning. After that, hydrogen water is now not only mine, it's my father's, it's my mother's, it's friends, like everybody's doing it now. We all consume hydrogen water first thing in the morning Mm -hmm. because we're really dehydrated, believe it or not, in the morning. Right. Right. And so, you know, a lot of people want to drink the coffee and grab the donut. It's like, oh my gosh. Or, and if you go to Starbucks, people don't realize that coffee is one of the most heavily sprayed crops in the world. So you're basically drinking a cup of chemicals, in my opinion. Right. And, and and God knows what water they're using. They're probably using tap water. Right. You know? And uh, so, anyway, so that's what people do. But mine is super clean water, hydrogen, first thing in the morning. That's the first part of my protocol. Then I, of course, I go and I make a smoothie for all my nutrients. I do not want to be deficient. That's a huge part of my nutritional protocol. And then uh, same thing before lunch, empty stomach before lunch, I consume another liter. Okay. Now, if you can't do a liter, the minimum would be probably half a liter. Okay. So between half a liter to one liter is kind of that magic number you want. I say my own personal opinion, you want about 2.5 milligrams of hydrogen, you know, a day. Okay. And so, and I could give you some numbers and whatnot, but then after lunch, whenever I eat, part of my protocol is no snacking. Okay. I know people will argue about all this, but I'm like, no, definitely no snacking. So you eat your lunch and then you don't eat at all. Mm-hmm. You know, let your body run empty until you feel that hunger. And there's clear scientific evidence now that when you feel the hunger, it's actually good for you. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing to be hungry. And then once um, you're getting ready for dinner, I do the same thing. I drink the hydrogen water empty stomach 20 to 30 minutes before the meal. And obviously sometimes quite often, actually I inhale the hydrogen when I'm either drinking my smoothie. I got numerous videos of me doing that because I got a lot of live videos, right? Show how I make my smoothie. Um, And I inhale what a lot of times when I'm eating dinner and and stuff like that. And that's kind of a rough protocol depending on, you know, what people are going through. Yeah. 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 All right. I mean, that, that sounds pretty simple. That sounds better than trying to figure out 50 different supplements to take that you're probably not going to absorb anyway. <laughs> and of course, inhaling the hydrogen. I mean, I always tell people the best time to inhale it in my personal opinion is at nighttime, like mm-hmm. right before bed. Um, I have found that it helps people with insomnia. They sleep mm-hmm. better. I found some data to support it, but I've already seen it a lot. And, um, and I just, think that that's you know when when you go to sleep there's a lot of healing that happens when you sleep so maybe removing some of the free radical damage that you experience throughout the day with the inhalation seems to maybe even help the body repair even more while you sleep even more than what you normally would so right that's great um well this has been a very insightful conversation for me i really appreciate your time is there anything um super important you feel like we haven't touched on that our audience might like to know about well there's a lot there's a ton of stuff probably the biggest thing i would tell people is if you if you really are going to consider hydrogen 
just be cautious out there. People don't realize that I know all the water hydrogen machines out there. I know all the different ways of making it. And I get constant emails where people are asking me like, well, what do you think about this machine? Like they think they found something better. Mm-hmm. I know, I, I know all, all the methods out there. And then people oftentimes get fooled by something called Brown's gas. Uh, people are like, oh no, Brown's gas is better. I'm like, there's zero evidence to support it. And they just, they, they just buy into these narratives and I don't want people harming themselves. I've had, I have had emails of people who have been harmed by using hydrogen incorrectly. Mm-hmm. And that always breaks my heart. So I highly just recommend just make sure to get proper equipment and impl- implementation of it. And of course, learn how to care for it because some mm-hmm. people will not care for their equipment. And then obviously it could be detrimental to your health too. Kind of like if you don't change your water filter in your water filtration system, it starts growing bacteria. Now it can actually right. be bad for you. Right. So all these little things, if you're going to do it, in my personal opinion, do it right, do it the right way so that it's effective and safe for you. That's That would be the biggest thing that I would tell people because it's the biggest thing that people aren't talking about out there in the world of hydrogen. Yeah. And the, some of the cheaper Chinese units, those are actually potentially leaching metals into the water at some point, right? Yeah, you might want to look. Yeah. So what I discovered by doing kind of the research is that the Chinese and just about every machine out there, by the way, they use plated metal. So they're mm-hmm. plating it and they plate them with platinum. And a lot of people don't know that platinum is actually pretty toxic to the body. Okay. Even that drug that we mentioned, cisplatin, mm-hmm. that has platinum in it. Oh. And I, I knew a guy who, uh, a friend of mine, who's a nuclear pharmacist. And so I know that platinum is not something you should be ingesting. And when it's plated and you're electrolyzing the water, running electrical current, it starts flaking off. And um, that's not what I would want in my body. Um, the Hydrofix, the machine that, used, that I like, has a very specific metal technology and they don't plate their metal, but almost okay. everybody else does. Okay. Or they use a lot of equipment out there, uses stainless steel as a metal. Mm-hmm which is definitely not the metal that I would ever use in regards mm-hmm. to making hydrogen for medical reasons. So again, there's there's a lot to learn out there, unfortunately. And it took me a long time, but for the average person, it would take it would take years of hard research to really figure all this out. Got it. And right now, there's not really a good solution for traveling with hydrogen, right? Because the tablets aren't good either, right? Well, I'm not a fan of the tablets, personally. Um, they create a chemical reaction and I won't even go into the details of those because for other reasons, but it's not what I would personally use, but for traveling, here's the good news about traveling. When you use hydrogen, it actually appears, I have charts on this too, that to store up in your body. So it'll oh, store okay. up in your kidneys, store up in your liver, all this stuff. And when it's being utilized, like even if you become um, bombarded by something that your body needs to protect you from, mm-hmm. it'll utilize your hydrogen that's in store. Okay. So I've noticed that in two weeks, you can get really good storages of hydrogen in your body. Mm-hmm. So when you go on a trip, you can deplete it, you okay. know, you're using it up, but it's protecting you. And then whenever you arrive, depending on how long your vacation is, if it's a week or two, it's like no big deal. Right? Okay. Yeah. But when I'm, when I'm going to be traveling, I'm going to be traveling three to six to nine months. I plan mm-hmm. on doing these um, pretty long journeys here soon. I will definitely take my Hydrofix with me. You mm-hmm. know, it's the nice thing is small. The Japanese, yeah. like, I love them for this. They made it small and light. Yeah. You know, and so you can put it in a little box and I'll just carry that thing with me wherever I go. And um, I know let's have my hydrogen because if you're going to be gone for months, uh, I would want it personally. Right. Right. But as far as like a little portable option, I've asked the Japanese about it, even certain companies. And they said the problem is is that it directly electrolyzes the water. All the little bottles are portable stuff. Uh And there's an impurity there. 
and and again, this is what I love about the Japanese. They're so into the purity of things. They're like, it's not good enough. It just, it's not good enough. And um, that's why the hydrofix, hydrofix utilizes water in one area as compared to this, like two separate areas with the water. And one is where they extract the hydrogen. The other one is where it gets dissolved into. And okay. so um, it's all about the purity. That was the, the reason they did it that way to do it the best way possible. Great. Great. Well, this is all interesting stuff. Um, for our listeners, uh, I do have yes. a link to the Lord's Hydrofix uh, on my Jen's favorite things page on jenmayo.com. And there's a coupon code there for $100 off um, for anybody who's interested in exploring this, which I would highly recommend. Um, Greg, where can people find you online? I know you have a huge library on YouTube, but um, where can they find that? And do you have other resources? Yeah, so obviously on YouTube, you just go to Uprising144K. You can subscribe for free, you know, share with people who you care about because a lot of people don't know about these options uh, for their health. Um, they can find me on Twitter. So you can find me on Twitter. I don't do a lot of tweeting, but it's it, it's good to find me on there because I'm allowed free speech there. <laughs> it's pretty nice. <laughs> quote, unquote. Uh, quote, unquote. You can find me on Rumble, though I don't tend to um, know how to work it real well, but I am on there and some of my videos have made it up there somehow. Okay. So you can find me on Rumble. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Um, I don't do a ton of posting on there either, but it, it's good to connect with me wherever you can, because if anything ever happens to my channel, right. I'll try to release information elsewhere where you can find me all over again. Exactly. So those I think are, uh, are the main ones that I did even that I remember. I mean, if people really want to email me, they can. Okay. Um, my email is uprising144k at gmail.com. Just people okay. who sometimes are like, hey, you know, I'm not doing so good. Um, maybe they want to consult or something. Um, we can do stuff like that or even collabs people are like, Oh, I want to collaborate with you or I want to talk to you more. And, you yeah. know, anything to try to get, to be honest, the hydrogen word out there. I think people just need to know, especially right. during these turbulent times where they try to, uh, maybe have scandemics or something. I don't know, you know, yeah. where you want your body to be at its <laughs> optimal, um, to be protected and take care I, of yourself. I so. think more people are waking up to the fact that what we were doing before wasn't working and, um, there might be better ways of doing things. I guess we'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know we're limited on what we can say, but I just think the hydrogen and clean water is the biggest no-brainer, in my I, personal opinion. The water is so contaminated and hydrogen is just so special that um, just those two things will change, in my personal opinion, your life. I've seen it do it for other people's lives, including my own. So yeah, it's so easy. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I com I completely agree. I completely agree. So, um, and the handle is the same on the other social media channels, the Uprising 144. Yeah, um, you can pretty much find me. I think one of them, some of them say Hydrogen Man. Okay. Um, one, one might even say Hydrogen Man and the number two. I don't okay. know why I did that. But okay. it's either Uprising 144K or Hydrogen Man. It's, it's always going to be okay. one of those two that you will that you will find the hydrogen man. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So you can find Greg there. Great. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. I learned a lot. I hope our listeners learned a lot too. And um, here's to this being another fabulous tool to put in our toolkit to um, create true health. Well, thanks so much for having me on. It's, it's always a pleasure. And I really hope that even if it's just one person out there who is going to end up getting benefit. That, that, that makes my heart sing and dance and feel full of light and brings a lot of joy. So I hope it can transform a lot of people's lives. So thank you for having me on. And, and I hope we were able to touch some people and reach some people. I hope so too. Thank you so much, Greg. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs>
This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Any statements and views expressed by myself or my guests are not medical advice. The opinions of guests are their own and the Body Literacy Podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. If you have a medical problem, please consult a qualified and competent medical professional. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Body Literacy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and sign up for updates over at genmayo.com. 